And when I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. It's showtime. This is the Bold Nonsense Podcast. We might as well have a good time. drop-in money and broadcast school has really paid off at still smooth productions <laughs> oh big golf huh all right well see you later and the man you know as the smartest idiot in the world i think cerveza in a can is probably the greatest invention besides yoga pants and chipotle at st bales Stop thinking, get a little senseless with us. Happy 2021! Yes, we are finally back. It has been a long time. And it is a brand new year. A whole week, over a week into that. Because it is 1-8-2021? Correct. I don't even remember anything else anymore. That, that is uh, January 8th of the year. 2021 is this is this a new beginning for you for you or is this a new year for uh more disappointment how are you <laughs> oh it's a new beginning it? it is a yeah. new it's a new beginning uh because individually we can all take uh maybe maybe our all of our resolutions our group resolution is don't let us don't let stuff get us down you know yeah you know that's not what this no. is for mm-hmm do whatever you want, but when you're here, lift it up. It, it is on 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 eagle eagle's wings on eagle's, on eagles yeah. wings. That's what we're doing here on episode <laughs> one forty two. I'm at Walt Disney, happiest toast on earth. I love scotch. Scotch is got scotch. Here it goes down, down into my belly. So happy to be back. So happy to have you guys back with us. You know, sometimes you got to take elongated breaks. Things happen. Can't get in person to do pods or or it's just not the right time or we get too busy, which has happened. You know, we're still we're still trying to get through stuff and past stuff. And and we're doing a good job, but we had to miss a couple weeks and we're very happy to be back. That's what I'll say. And you say whatever you want. Introduce yourself. I am still smooth, Mr. PTO. I have a sexy voice. Champagne, mountain range, hugs. And when you refer to getting through stuff and getting over stuff, I want to clarify. Let's not let's not beat around the bush. We had a COVID scare. We did. We had a COVID scare. (laughs) We had a COVID scare. Uh, Full transparency. Uh, She who may. Remain nameless. Uh, my girlfriend uh, had COVID. Yeah. Uh, I got tests, or you know, her 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 test came back false negative. False negative. Rare. We freaked. Yeah, we freaked out. We did because we hung out like the day before. The next day, she loses her sense of smell and sense of taste, and then I'm like, oh crap. The next I'm responsible day. for bringing down the BNPNP. Well, it's like, <laughs> it's, I, I don't feel like it's our fault. We tried to be smart about it. We were being safe. In the medical industry, you know, for all the good they've done this year, they should have let us down. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not great. So, but we don't hold grudges here. And that little sneaky bastard <laughs> tried to sneak his way into some systems. And some systems went... Come on, son. Ah. They wanted to bring us down, but we're here. And I'm here. 
most weeks or some weeks <laughs> to bring you on this date <laughs> and all the way back on this date 1-8-1945 the University of Kentucky Wildcats Arthur Rupps University of Kentucky Wildcats men's basketball team sets an NCAA record by holding Arkansas State the mighty Arkansas State to six points total in a game after their win 75-6 to that's pretty amazing. That's that's some Ohio State 2020 football scheduling right there. Arkansas State? <laughs> yeah. School for the blind? Like? Yeah, yeah. What what did a college basketball look like back in the 40s? I Arkansas think State Kentucky. got to Kentucky. They hit, they showed them what a basketball was and then beat their ass. And now yeah. they've got a record for it. Exactly. This is basketball. Now watch us destroy you. They they traded in their hose and their their hose like the working tool. Yeah. Uh, and um, shovels and traded in for a pair of fresh new Converse, some sneaks. Yeah. And uh, they got their their asses kicked. After after the game, Arkansas State said, "Oh, we were supposed to put it in the peach basket. Ah, we weren't getting assists by giving the ball to you and having you score." We're not on the. We're on different teams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but go ahead. Congratulations, I guess, Kentucky. Yeah, I thought. I thought there was a couple ones I wanted. I could have put in here, but I was like, ah, Walsh would appreciate this one. <laughs> homerism. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta love some homerism on a new, on a podcast. Uh, okay. Very well done. We've got. I'm pretty excited about random thoughts this week. If you guys remember all the way back to our post pre-Christmas episode, hope you all had a great Christmas, by the way, and a Happy New Year. Um, I said I was going to save a couple for our next podcast. I can't save it anymore. Let's get to it. Random thoughts. Don't worry. I'm not going to do what everyone thinks I'm going to do. Flip out, man. No, I'm saying, well, I'm awake and I speak English, so yeah, I do know what you're saying. I'm in a brainstorm session. I think I just, yeah, I just had an idea. Isn't that weird? Okay, here we go. Um, I've got two. Smooth, I don't know if you have, how many you have or if you have any. But I'm going to save mine. I, I'd like to spend more time and not rush on yours and get through both of them. Okay. Then I will go, I'll just go right down and order my first one. And this is for everyone to think about. What would your wrestling music be? So I don't oh, know, like I intro don't, music? I don't know if you watched wrestling growing up. I will say when wrestling was really like hitting it big at our, you know, when we were younger, yeah. I, me and my two other brothers were sharing a room <laughs> about the size of a college dorm room. Uh, so... <laughs> We watched wrestling for a bit, and then were banned from watching wrestling because (laughs) we had bunk beds on one side and then a single bed on the other, and we would jump off the top bunk and do wrestling moves on each other to the other bed, and we broke about three bed frames in a month, and so we were banned from watching wrestling. How, How often was the individual that was being jumped on? The captain. How, how often was the captain in that situation? Realistically, solid 87% of the time. God, how dare you guys. <laughs> That's what happens, man. Yeah. You don't want it to happen? Don't be the younger brother. Yeah, how about you grow up? <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. That's what happened to him. God knows that. So, yes, uh, I was thinking about this the other day, like, Nothing, those entrances were like the coolest. Oh, yeah. Are you, did the, you watch wrestling when you were growing up? I was no, by no means a fan, but I had friends. I did not like it. I didn't watch it, but I had friends that were very, very into it. So, yeah. like sleepovers and stuff like that, we didn't heavily watch it or video games or whatnot. The Undertaker was always a big guy, you know. Oh, yeah. I think he just retired, actually. He did. He just retired. He did, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I feel like with our age, like where we were at in school, 
it didn't matter if you didn't watch it, you were a part of it. Cause yeah. it was, it was just, it was so big at the time. It was, it was right when it was blowing up. So, uh, it was definitely like part of what we did. And I was, those entrance, I don't know. I go back to the, just the entrances, especially the mid, like, uh, a, a match would end, you know, there'd be like two people in the ring and then they'd have all these theatrics and then it'd be like, Oh, but this guy's coming in now. <laughs> and then that would be the coolest entrance of the night. Cause you, yep. it was like, you'd never want to be the first entrance. Those were cool. But the second, the sneak entrance was the best one. Oh, look out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and he's got a chair. And it was, I was like, what music would you want to be playing for that situation? Mm, that's a good one. I feel I'm like gonna let you go first. You know, I wrote this weeks ago, and I still have not even thought about it a little bit. But it's got to be something, you know, fitting the, uh, the the era, fitting the crowd, I guess. Maybe some Metallica, like Ooh. for whom the bell tolls, would be a pretty good one, I think. Uh, that's probably what I'll okay. go with. I'll go with Metallica for whom the bell tolls. to do with your theme and your theatrics and how you dress and how you look like your whole appearance as a wrestler right yeah like they kind of have to go hand like in hand the persona so I would obviously wear just a whole bell it's a cardboard cutout on both sides I like that it'd get very I, awkward I'm gonna go just kidding I'm gonna go controversial and I don't know why and I I'd have to wear a wig, obviously. But uh, welcome to Jam Rock by Damian Marley. Out in the street, they call it weather. Jam with the thugs and jam butt. Two pounds within a van back. It's in your unbuck, your knapsack, it's in your backpack. The smell of your girlfriend contacts. I feel it. That would be so fun. <laughs> just give them a throw them a curveball. They just have no idea who they're getting in the ring with. Exactly, dude. That would be it would be so unconventional that I think people would love it. Yeah. <laughs> just like all the smoke. Yeah. Oh yeah, all the smoke. <laughs> I dude, that would be so funny. I think people would enjoy that a lot, actually. I'm not okay. gonna lie. Okay. <laughs> That's a good one. I like it. That's a good one. Good conversation there. Uh, Senseless, let us know what your intro music would be because that's very interesting. And it does, definitely is going to say a lot about your wrestling persona. But I wanted to get to my second one because this, I think, is going to be a fun conversation. And that is, would Josh Allen be our best friend? Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, oh, uh, dude. Yes. And he'd be, he is the most likable guy in the NFL over Patrick Mahomes, over anybody. I think he is the coolest guy in the NFL. Dude, this guy is killing it. Like, he got, so for Christmas, he got all of his teammates a full set of golf clubs. What? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. That was his, you know how they always give, like, big gifts to their teammates, you know, especially if they're making decent money, if you're a quarterback. Sure. Sure. His was a full set of golf clubs, bag and, cl- and, uh, and, and clubs to all of his teammates, which is just a, a great gift. And then you see just the Bills in general. You know, they're dancing, they're having snowball fights, and then they, they're finally allowed fans at their upcoming game. But then the NF- the Bills fans start a petition to make it so the New York governor can't go. 
It's just, I just love Bills fans, and I feel like Josh Allen fits those fans in that place perfectly. That's awesome, man. That no, that is so cool. And I and backtracking real quick, I'm looking at these clubs. Yeah, all brand new, obviously, bags in the Bills colors, blue, red, and white. They're all brand new Maverick Callaway golf clubs. And I don't know if you're aware of this as well at Walt Disney, but the gift also included uh, golf lessons. Oh, damn. That's so cool. That's so cool, man. That is so dope. So he's not hes not just going to give the give the clubs and leave his boys out to dry. He's going to get them started first. Talking about picking people up. That, yeah. That's what Josh Allen does. That's why he needs to be on the BNP. That's awesome. That's, I feel like he would just be, he would fit in to the senseless community very For well. For sure. For sure. No, that's, what, we, you and I were talking <clears throat> yesterday about like, you sent me a Instagram message and it had a picture of, you know, six guys or whatnot. And it's like, okay, here's your golf crew. Now, who is everybody? You know, yeah. what would Josh? What would what role would he play? Ooh. Is he the funny guy? Is he actually? Does he take it? Does he take it seriously? And like, kind of, I know, feel like he can adjust. Sure, I feel like that's the good. That's the difference between Josh Allen and a lot of like other pro athletes. Is he can adjust to the setting. Where most, most, I feel like, would just get in there and be, and be way overly competitive guy. Steph Curry. Yeah. I, most, mo, like, Brady. You wouldn't want to play golf with Brady. No. Love Brady. Mm-hmm. But not a fun dude. He'd be way no. too competitive. I, okay. If they, if they, I don't know who they would be, but if they steal my idea... And for the match five or the match four, whatever it'll be, and they put Josh Allen on there as the next celebrity, I'm going to be pissed because that's my idea. <laughs> Trademark it. Yeah. You heard it here first. Trademark. 2021. If, if that does happen, senseless, we will need all of you to testify for us. <laughs> and we expect you to do it. Yeah. We don't ask for much. <laughs> A full testimony would be nice. Uh, I should, I, I feel like he would hit piss missiles too. Do I feel like that's who he? One of the one of the things was, was it was a guy who just hit rockets every time. Yeah, and I feel oh, yeah. like that would be him. He would just he would go for it every time. And that's the kind of golfer we're looking for here. Yeah. Oh yeah. Gotta risk oh, it. Oh yeah. And we love that. But yeah. Uh, so entrance music and a new best friend. Is a really good way to come out of random thoughts. That's those are two great random thoughts. Yeah. So let's keep it moving, keep that energy, and take it on to trivia. 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 <laughs> trivia, baby. Oh. <laughs> Welcome back to Jeopardy. Gonna make that your final answer. You think you're pretty smart, don't you, Trebek? And trivia. Okay, here we go. From a couple weeks ago, this was your pre-Christmas question in the NBA. Who holds the record for most wins on Christmas Day? Very, a, a lot of Christmas. I believe there were four Christmas Day games this year. So, uh, in the spirit of that, who held the record most wins on Christmas Day? Three, two, one. That's Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade. Immediate Hall of Famer. Top five shooting guard of all time. A champion of Christmas. Champion of Christmas. Ten wins in 13 games on Christmas Day. Dang. Yeah. that's. A, I mean, it's got to be a good amount of games, right, if you're going to have the record. And obviously, Miami played a lot on Christmas Day because in second uh, place yeah. is Udonis Haslam with nine <laughs> wins on Christmas Day. So the Heat obviously playing a lot on Christmas. I, I would. Dwayne Wade might have made my top ten guesses. I would. I would have never guessed Udonis Haslam though. Not yeah. in a million years. Yeah, I don't um, know. It, I'm assuming it was during that run where they were good, and then LeBron was there. Yeah. Um, well, all good things come to an end. 
with the exception of trivia. This week's trivia question reads like this. Who was the first... Scratch that. This week's trivia question reads like this. What was the worst team, or who was the worst team, to make the NBA playoffs? Really not a hard question for me to read, but it, it somehow just came stuttering out. So Dude, who, we're, getting the, again, we're getting the rust off. We're, we're knocking the rust off. Just bear with us. Oh, gosh. Again, who was the worst team to make the NBA playoffs? You will most likely not hear me read the answer on episode 142 of the BMP podcast, but you can find it next week. All right, let's hit the news. I've just been handed an urgent news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. This is the fucking news. News, 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 news. We're news too. Only news told much later. See the game last night? Which game? Any of them. Passes it to the man, shoots it. And boom goes the dynamite. Fantastic. I am so sorry. Someone put the story in all capital letters, and I I thought I was supposed to yell it. Here we go in the news, starting with, I mean, we got to talk about this Deshaun Watson Texan saga. Yep. At first, I was like, is this even news? But I was like, we got to talk about it. You can't not. So apparently, reportedly, uh, Deshaun Watson, not happy with the Texans. Not surprising there. But it's gotten a lot worse. Um, When they started to look for a GM head coach, Deshaun Watson went to the front office and basically said, Hey, I'm here to give, not necessarily input, but to kind of give my two cents on where we're going with this. And then, so the season continues to play out. They hire a GM. Don't talk to Deshaun Watson. He's not happy about that. The fact that they made the hire. He thought they would at least, you know, give him a heads up. Maybe say, this is why we're thinking this. At least give him a respect, some some reasoning. Um, So he didn't like that. He also didn't like how bad they were. uh, (laughs) (laughs) And pretty much how they've handled anything over this season. And now it's to the point where it was reported that he was just ghosting them, not even returning calls. They were trying to get a hold of him for days, and he was not. And now the owner or the chairman of the Texans has said that he can't wait to talk to Deshaun about the hiring and that uh, he he considered over – they had meetings during the season, and he during those meetings Deshaun Watson told him – kind of what he was thinking, and he took that into consideration when he was making the pick. So he's saying, I did take it into consideration. I didn't ask him at the time, but I already we had already talked about it. And that he's not ghosting them. He's on vacation. So, little he said, Spin master, there. spin your story. That's a lot of what it seems like. And there was a little bit of like, this isn't my fault. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want the fingers pointed at me when we lose our franchise quarterback. And well, and, and our top, what, top, um, can I say three quarterback in the league? No. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. My, be safe, top seven. If we're being safe. Oh, if we're being okay. safe. Okay. You know, I, haven't th- I haven't thought them all through. Hmm. Top five. Me in the middle. Yeah, let's go there. Um... Yeah, so all of this has led to Deshaun Watson talking to teammates about potentially requesting a trade from the Texans. The new GM, Nick Casario, from the Patriots says, that's not happening. He is our quarterback. So this could come to a head. And I I feel like, you know, this isn't going to turn into James Harden and the Rockets. Deshaun Watson's not going to do that. And that's not how the NFL works. They tell you go to work, you go to work. Um, Yeah. So, but it it is very interesting to say the least with all the turnover and everything, and Smoovo was falling out of his chair. Oh, jeez! Almost went down. <laughs> um, I I don't think to your point. This isn't James Harden. He's a much more respectable guy. He's only twenty five years old. Do you know that? Did you realize that? It's insane. Good God! 
Um, but if he were to request a trade, that's a contract that's also not terrible for the oh, it'd be for e- the it'd be easy. Yeah, it'd be easy to take on. You know, like yeah. it, he, he's not making a ton ton of money right now. Uh, it no. won't, I think he's it'll spike here in a couple years, but I think the next. Yeah, he just so he just signed one, and usually they they restructure in such a way where for that team it hits in the right year, so they're not having yeah. two people have a huge cap uh, a huge cap number in the same year. But a lot of teams can work around that if they were to get him. I don't think he's going anywhere. I mean, I don't think you can do that, but. The, uh, the argument on the other side would be they don't have any draft picks and he would get you a lot. Oh. So that's why people have given it a little bit more consideration than usual. <clears throat> if you, okay. If you, like, if you hear this story and you're like, no one's getting rid of Deshaun Watson. Like, this will never happen. That's why it's getting more run than I think it usually would is because okay. of the draft picks. And if you think Jamal Adams got two first-round picks <laughs> for the Jets, yeah. Deshaun Watson's going to get you, like, 17. Yeah, really back like, up the Mack like truck and watch it just dump out. Yep. Yeah, so very interesting. That'll be fun to just keep our eyes on. Hopefully it doesn't get to the point where it's annoying. We do actually have some baseball going on. Uh, basketball is happening, but they're kind of game to game, so there's not a lot of like stories happening in basketball right now. Um, nothing's happened on the James Harden front, um, and that's that's really our big story that we're kind of waiting to happen. So nothing really in the NBA, but in baseball, they actually have done some things that are quite interesting. The Mets, the New York Mets, they got a new owner this off season. A lot of money, and he is willing to be aggressive. They, the Mets have traded with the Cleveland Indians. Although, are they going to keep that name? Uh, 20, they just 20, dropped 20, Chief Wahoo. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, so, I, I know they... Um, that's what... 2021, I think they're getting rid of that name. Correct. Yeah. I believe. Um, but there was a trade between these two teams. The Mets get... Francisco Lindor and Carlos Carrasco. So two huge names, one on the bump, one at short, uh, and can play some second too if you need, but he's a shortstop. Um, This is a big trade, just for Andres Jimenez and Ahmed Rosario. So a couple of, um, I believe they're infielders. It's like, obviously not to the caliber of Francisco Lindor. That's a huge get for the Mets. And is some like the Mets are starting to build something over there, and it's going to be very interesting. Uh, shout out and congratulations to uh, BNP fellow senseless guy uh, Lee. Mm. You know Bruce Lee the third. He's a guy you've seen him on our our golf lives, and uh, you know he, he's always Lee. What? Bucket Hat Lee. He's usually wearing a bucket hat. Bucket Hat Lee, I believe he was winning that playoff hole. I believe he won that playoff yeah. hole um, <laughs> during one of our golf lives. So, yes. uh, good friend of the show. Friend of the show and he, huge Mets fan. So, congratulations to him. Um, that is a big trade. and very That'll be very fun to just... I love watching new ownership get in there and change things for the better. Uh, Sad story here. Hall of Famer manager Tommy Lasorda has died at age 93. Um, so Tommy Lasorda was the the uh, Dodgers manager. Two, he's a Hall of Famer. 20 years of uh, managing uh, two World Series championships for the Dodgers as, as a manager for him. Uh, he also won gold for the U.S. team. Just, oh, sick. Like a hu- huge name in baseball. Uh, he... Like, my note is he was the original Lou Pinella. So if you think, like, very charismatic, but could get in the face of any ump, hilarious, screamer, you know, arguer. Uh, but then, like, when he was talking to you, he's, he kind of had that, uh, that, like, 
that very jovial vibe. He was joking around a lot and just a huge ambassador for the game. Like, everybody loves Lou Pinella. Tommy Lasorda was the first Lou Pinella. Especially, you know, in the, the 503 area, up in the Washington area. Love Lou Pinella. So, he was the original one. And this, I, I read this, and he had this on his desk. It was a, a plaque that read, Dodger Stadium was his address, but every ballpark was his home. That is cool. And I just thought that was a very, very cool line from somebody who just loved baseball a lot. So RIP to, to him and thoughts to the Lasorda family as we move on. And talk about some college football. Devontae yeah. Smith, Alabama wide receiver, has won the Heisman. This was kind of an interesting choice. First time a wide receiver has won the Heisman since 91. Is 91, that correct? I believe. Yeah, 91. Yeah. And actually, the captain told me the other night, it's only the fourth receiver ever. Holy crap, really? Yeah, he's only the fourth receiver ever. First one since 91, as you said. Um, I was surprised by this. Mostly, what I, who I, I thought they were going to give it to Trevor Lawrence, regardless of the stats or whatever, just because I, I didn't think they were going to let Trevor Lawrence leave college football without winning one. Ah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they'd want him in that in in the whatever what is that Heisman House? He would be. I don't know if he's a commercial kind of guy. I don't know. That's not what I was thinking. I just thought they'd want him. You know, in that. Yeah. In that area. fraternity. Yeah. yeah. So I I was surprised honestly that he got it just because receivers never get it. So so good for him. Obviously, a dominant guy. Tore up Notre Dame. Tears up everybody. Yeah. Um, I got. I have the four Dame, names here. Bitch. <laughs> to relieve you from stress real quick. Thank you. Uh, four um, wide receivers to win the Heisman Trophy. Um, Desmond Howard in 1991. Tim mm. Brown, 1987. Johnny Rogers, 72. And now Devonta Smith. Um, wow. In a twenty, is it twenty twenty or twenty twenty one? What is twenty twenty? Twenty twenty. So that's that's very interesting because it's like they won it a good amount seventy two eighty seven and ninety one. That's not that's a lot in a, a short amount of time, and then then they just forgot about receivers, I guess. Yeah. So interesting yeah. there. Um, but congratulations to Devontae Smith. Seems like a seems like a good dude. Yeah. Uh, hard worker. Uh, how about Michigan giving Harbaugh an extension through 2025 but has to take a regular base salary pay cut? I, t- so I heard about this today, and I think this is so smart by the university. It lowers, it lowers his average annual, like you said, salary to – is it $4 million? Is it $4 million a year? I didn't see um, what the base salary was. I think it's four with incentives to get him up to eight, but this way, if his buyout just becomes cheaper, if they need to get rid of him, you yeah, know? the buyout comes in and it like you want your money, get it done because you have do something because you have not, yeah. And so a lot of people are saying that he wasn't really going to sign this. <coughs> he does, and the, the saga continues. This, this will be a talking point again for us at some point. I promise you that. <laughs> um, but yeah, extension gets done. Nobody thought it would. Very interesting. Um, the national championship is on Monday. Weird. Excited? Um, you know. No. I don't want Ohio State to win it. Because yeah. <laughs> they skate in after playing six games. Yeah. Six that's games. That is, um... That's like, that's like, imagine if Tom Brady and the Bucks went 8-0, never played another game, and they still let him into the playoffs based on winning percentage. <laughs> Everyone would, they would burn down Florida. They would oh, chisel uh, it off of America 100%. and send it to sea if they allowed 100%. that to happen. And that's what I feel like happened with Ohio State. But you're f- they showed a lot more fresh bullshit. They showed up at the right time, but to your point, there's a multitude of factors that could c- 
could and did lead to um, could have and, and did lead to their performance against Clemson. Yeah, pressure team. Not a lot of people got looks at them this year. Um, yeah, let me ask you this though, Walsh Disney. The line is set at eight and a half. I think Bama minus eight and a half. Your gut reaction? Are you taking the Bama minus eight and a half? Are you taking uh, Ohio State plus eight and a half? I talked to our fellow um, listener podcaster uh, at St. Bales, and he's of the mind that Ohio State covers that number easy. Wow! I was going to say take Bama. I, I'm, I, there's no way Bama doesn't co- doesn't win and. I think they're going to have an easy time covering the eight and a half. They look so damn good, and they have all year, and they might get Waddle back, so they might even be they might be even better. Yeah, I I just think it's their year, and it's pretty obvious to me. I would take I would take the number. Yeah, but that's on like Monday, it. and then we just wanted to talk a little bit. It is the eighth, which means on Sunday. Sunday. Sunday, in the golf world, on HBO Max, the Tiger documentary drops. The first one of two parts. Uh, it's the 10th and the 17th. I didn't know it was a two-parter. This it's is a, awesome, It's a man. two-parter. But I gotta say, I haven't heard great things. No, don't say that. I, no. I, I have to inform the people. No. I have to let them know. Ah, oh, that's so upsetting. You are th- you are listening to two guys who are very very excited about this. I was honestly I was hoping it was the Last Dance esque. That's appara- what I was looking. And for. apparently, from what I've heard, Tiger has nothing to do with the documentary. He's not involved. And yeah. so is that good or bad? From what I've heard, it's bad because uh, the the reaction. So like people have gotten to see it. People, especially people who work in golf, and. All of them, almost all of them have said, one person said, and the best, the best way it was written was, it's like a letter from a spurned lover. So I guess it's a lot of people that are focusing on the issues that he had. And it's like a, this is, it's like a, it's like written as like a tragedy. as like his life, like he wasn't ready for fame and it doesn't focus on his accomplishments. It like ignores those and focuses on and leads up to it's basically his childhood and like it leads him up to why he ended up making the mistakes he made and then focuses on the mistakes he made. And then I guess it like it doesn't even talk about his comeback in his victory. Shoot. Because yeah. that's what I was hoping the second episode was about the hay. Because that's the whole story of Tiger. Like, there are pl- there have been plenty, hundreds of athletes that have all wowed us and then couldn't handle the fame and just crash and burn. But Tiger is so cool because he's human, man. He yeah. he was at the bottom of the bottom, but was able to come get clean and then pull himself out. You know exactly. And I I hope I almost don't want to watch this one in ah. hopes that we get a Last Dance esque. Tiger documentary in a few years. And I guess they basically, the other thing that people didn't like about it, there was basically like a uh, a goodbye to Tiger. Like, already ushering say, him out? Basically <laughs> saying, like, you're done. And, oh. and he's not. No. So, uh, I've heard bad reviews. Doesn't mean I'm not going to see it, but I am worried, and I, I hate giving bad news, but I had to. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, I'm, I'm still obviously going to watch it, but I'm going to be more skeptical now. At yeah. least if, if I'm if I'm going to be let down on Sunday, I will now have been able to brace myself. So yes, that's Dan, I guess that, I should be thanking you. That, that was my goal. Uh, the You know, we have a lot of golf guys in the senseless community. Oh, yeah. And if you're interested in being a golf guy, go ahead. We all love it. <laughs> and join us. And yeah. I just I didn't want them to be blindsided by it. So I had to yes. bring it up. Quick shout out too for something that we have not talked at length about, but we will make it happen. 
bold nonsense at some time during the summer will have a fantasy golf tournament or we'll, we'll have we'll, a golf tournament. We, we, yes, we want to start a bold nonsense, a BNPN summer golf tournament. Yes. Where we get all the I'm, census together and we all play some golf and have a real dumb day. I'll find a trophy somewhere, I'll buy it, and it'll be a tangible trophy for the winner to hold, and we'll pass it around. Yep, so look forward to that. But now we move on to one thing in a winner for some final results. <laughs> I only got one thing to say to you. Who do you think you are? I am! You had one job. Just the one? Because I win. This is bullshit! So you get nothing! You lose! Good day, sir! Just one thing. You stick to that and everything else don't mean shit. I hope I win. Okay, here we go. One thing and a winner. Just gonna go, so we've been doing our picks. Week 16, we weren't able to get them out. Week 17, we decided to go, because we didn't have a show. We decided to do it on our IG story. So hopefully you saw that and got to some vote, got to vote and uh, either agree or disagree. Put your name on it. So let's go. Week 17, week 16, Bales went 10 and 6 and then 11 and 5. That's a pretty good end. Smooth, Strong. same thing. 10 and 6, 11 and 5. Actually, the captain did the same thing. So you, <laughs> you, Bales, and the captain all went 10 and 6, then 11 and 5. Mine, a little bit less consistent. In week 16, I went 8 and 8, not good, and then came back strong with 13 and 3 in week 17. Strong. Uh, so ended strong, but hey, you guys probably ended stronger than I did on the whole. Now, I've got... In my hand. I've got here some final results. Should I go 4 to 1? 4 to 1, always the best. Or way. 1 to 4? No, 4 to 1. Okay. At 4... Hell of a late push. Incredible Ooh. late push. Didn't quite get there. It's uh. at St. Bales. At <laughs> <laughs> St. Bales comes in at four. Um, we were just talking about how good of a push he, he came or he executed over the past couple weeks. So. I've never seen anything like it. He came yeah. back. He ended no up man. 158, 97-1, 61.9% correct. For a whole season. Because I, I believe at the midway mark, he was low. Was he low 50s? At he the midway near. mark, he was low 50s. And then I, I think the, the three-quarter mark, he was like 57. So yeah, so jam. Huge Good push. For him. At three, uh, kind of in it, fell off near the end. It's the captain. Mm, good, okay. old, good old cap goes 165, 90, and 1. 64.6 winning percentage. So okay. Bales was only, what is that, seven seven wins behind the captain. Yeah. At two. We knew oh, it was going to go down to us. <laughs> it was going to come down to us. We had been with, we, at the three-quarter mark, we were, I was one win ahead of you. It was one, yeah. Oh one win gosh. ahead of you. At two. With 170 wins. 85 losses in one tie for 66.6% correct. Is that still smooth? Ah, <laughs> congratulations. Ah, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, I got our first for this year, 172, 83 in one. 67.3% correct. Holy crap, so 1%, 1 in some change percent, and then how many games more Two did games. you beat me? Oh! It was within two games. <laughs> yeah, so pretty wild. You know, seven games from me all the way to the captain. And wow. only 12, 14, 14 from me to Bales. So he was out, but... Yeah. <laughs> no, that, that was... This has been one of the better... Um, a very closer. A very competitive one. Yeah. And I say this almost every time we give the results, but if you bet our picks... You'd be doing really, especially like on the money line. I don't know how much you win from the money line. Yeah. Is it anything? Oh yeah, yeah. I so mean, if, if you bet ten bucks on all of our picks on the money line, mm-hmm. and you got sixty-seven percent right, over sixty. Making a good amount of money. Yeah. Just saying. 
Listen. Keep Just on listening. Same. Okay. But that is one thing in a winner for the year. Uh, we know that we probably look too much into one thing in a winner and love it more than everybody else. But we hope you at least enjoy us talking about the game and picking the game. And that way it gives you a little something to root for. Unless you're rooting against us, which also gives you something to root for. So shut Sick. up about it. But now, <laughs> let's get in. The NFL, the, what, is, what are they calling it? Super Wild Card uh, Weekend is yep. this starts tomorrow on Saturday or, or today as you're listening to this, hopefully. And we wanted to break it all down and include some recess to that. So what we're going to do is we've set up a bracket. We're going to play Bracketology. And we're going to go two things. We're going to go through each game and talk a little bit about it, but we're also going to pick the coolest team and come down with a winner. Who is the overall coolest team in this bracket? That's what we're going to figure out. So, on the NFC side, um, we've got, let's see, will the Packers get their their first round by? Then it's Saints-Bears. Seahawks, Rams, Washington football team, and the Bucks. So let's let's talk about the, let's choose some winners. Let's talk about some games here. Packers aren't playing. Let's go Saints Bears. Bears. Just pick winner? Yeah. Basically do a one thing and a winner for it. Yeah. Take the Saints. Uh everyone's gonna be healthy. Bree, uh, I mean Kamara will be back. He did say that. The Bears just Skated into they're, skating, but they're eight naturally eight. fell into the playoffs. Yeah, this is not good. This is not a playoff team. No, no, no. They're they should they shouldn't be here. Yeah, they shouldn't be here. Wouldn't be here if it was a regular season and there weren't seven playoff teams. So yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and take the Saints. You know, I know they've got this like chip on their shoulder, but they also have the offense on their backs that the defense is trying to carry, and that's a pretty heavy weight to carry for a whole game. Especially against a team that has a good offense and defense. Seahawks, Rams. This is an interesting one. We aren't sure if Goff is going to play or not. And he, he says d- he's going to be fine, but he. The thing is, like. Bad thumb. Like, Brady had a bad thumb, but does Goff have any Brady to him? I don't think so. No, at, at Goff's 100%, he's still crappy. <laughs> He still can't throw a football, you know. Exactly. But I'm 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 gonna go little. Uh, I'm actually gonna take the Rams here because of your boy Cam Akers. Uh, mm. wasn't help, wasn't healthy for one of the previous uh, what two matchups um, altogether, and then really wasn't or was basically just a shell of himself for the first matchup between uh, the Rams and the Seahawks. But since then, really has begun to get his legs beneath him and show uh, the NFL what he's able to do. I like Cam Akers a lot. Um, the Seahawks' defense scares the S out of me, and also Russell Wilson's – He the past couple weeks just has looked weird. Timing's off, or I don't know if he's bracing for, for hits or whatnot, but the rhythm's not there. I don't like – I mean, I don't like the Seahawks, how they look just right now. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the Rams in this one. Yeah, this is a hard one for me just because it's like it's hard to pick against Russell Wilson, but everything else I pick the Rams with. Like yeah, everything yeah. except the quarterback. Yeah. And so how much does that really factor in? And I yeah, I think I gotta take the Rams as well. They're just getting healthier, seem to have more momentum, and seem to know a little bit more of who they are than the Seahawks do. Mm-hmm. Washington football team and the Bucks. Come on. Washington football team are actually the four seed. Bucks are the five seed. But let's be real: the Washington football team is seven and nine. I'm going to take the Bucks. They're better. For S's and G's, I'm going to take the Washington football team. Um, the football team is, I believe, uh, are they four and one or five and one uh, under uh, uh, Alex Smith? Thank you, Alex Smith. Uh, they're, and they're and they're and they're gaining momentum at the right time. I love their defense, um, but it's a different team with Alex Smith uh, uh, buying the center. Um, Dwayne Haskins is is terrible, and we all know that now. Uh, and is am I remembering correctly? It, um, Mike Evans is 
out is absent for this game, correct? I think he's ended up questionable. Questionable? Okay, so we don't know about that, but um, it's hard not to, it's hard not to, um, I don't feel good about it, and it's hard to bet against uh, old Tom's braids, but um, yeah, I'm going to take the football team for uh, S's and G's. Bold. On the AFC side, the Chiefs have the bye, then it's Bills, Colts, Steelers, Browns, Titans, Ravens. So AFC side is stacked. Yeah. Uh, let's start. Let's start at the top. Bills, Colts. Bills, because our Bills. boy, our best friend, is there. That's for sure. Definitely taking the Bills there. I I actually have been a fan of the Colts all year, um, and I picked them before the season to definitely make the playoffs, and they did. Uh, but yeah, the Bills have just looked really good, and even if they're missing. Cole Beasley and Diggs. I think that that defense will still play really well. Yeah. Steelers, Browns. I'll let you go first here. Give me the Browns. Uh, the Browns are practicing starting today. This is their first practice of the week. Today they'll get to practice tomorrow, but they'll still have no coach or lineman. Everything's against them. <laughs> uh, but this, this, is a, this is a feel-good story. Um, so I'm going to go with the Browns. <laughs> I'll take the Steelers. Uh, you know, some things just organizationally. Some some organizations are the bigger, the older brother to some organizations, and that's what the Steelers are to the Browns. The Browns haven't won in Pittsburgh since like 2000. Oh, it's something ridiculous like that. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and take the Steelers. I think they're starting to figure some stuff out and get a little healthier at the right time as well. Last one, Titans, Ravens. Hammer the Titans. Hammer the underdogs. Okay. Hammer it. Okay. I always think I'm leaning Titans as well. The Ravens are very dangerous. But I don't know. The one thing the Titans can't do is cover the pass. And the Ravens don't do that as well as everything else. So it'll be a close game. Definitely some revenge here. But we'll see. It'll be a fun one. That'll be a fun game. Probably I'm pretty chippy as well. I'm most excited for Titans, Ravens, and um, Bills, Colts. Yeah. Okay, so now let's do bracketology. This is the coolest team. Who has? The, who's the coolest team in the playoffs? So what we're going to do is we're going to choose four from each side of the bracket. So four NFC, four AFC of the seven teams in. And then out of the eight that we pick, we're going to take four regardless of the bracket. So we're going to kind of lose the bracket and go to two, then to one. Okay, so on the NFC side, our, who, who do we want to take? We've got the Packers, the Saints, the Bears, the Seahawks, the Rams, Washington football team, and the Bucks. The Saints have to be in there and the Seahawks have to be in there. Saints, because Alvin Kamara's grill and his nose ring and the Seahawks with Jamal Adams and all the sweatbands. And the Jordan cleats. Exactly. I w- I'm right there with you. I was actually thinking the Rams as well. Mm, uh, they're like more it. of a clean cut cool. Yes. But McVay is, you know, he's got that swagger to him. Yeah. So I was, think- I was thinking the Rams. I like it. Um, and then, is it, is it the Washington like- football team? I'm, I was either going to say football team or Bucks. Um, but it's a toss-up there. I think it's the uh, football team. With Chase Young is, is kind yeah. of a baller. He's yeah. calling out, you know, I want Tom. I, yeah, and I kind of like, yeah, I like it. I like it. Yeah, I think we're going to go Washington football team there. On the AFC side, Chiefs, Bills, Colts, Steelers, Browns, Titans, Ravens. So we already got a, the Bills are for sure in there. Yes. They're gotta be, they're, they might be a one seed in this game. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. The Chiefs? You gotta go Browns. You gotta go Browns. Okay, I don't. All right. I'll no, no. Uh, I don't. I don't think they're that cool. I don't. Where are they cool? I would say the Steelers. Chase Claypool. Mike. Mike Tomlin is the coolest dude ever. Mike Tomlin is okay. Let's talk about. Let's talk G. about Shewins. Let's talk about Shewins. We want the Chiefs, right? Chiefs are pretty cool. The Chief, yeah, the Chiefs, Andy Reid, like all of them are cool. Um, so two more between. I think the Colts are definitely out. They're not yeah. really. They're not really cool. Um, 
I would say the Titans are out. Yeah. So we need two between the Ravens, the Browns, the Steelers. I would say the Steelers and the Ravens. That is that's my choice, but I will listen. I was gonna go Rave or Ravens Browns. Okay, so the Ravens are in since we both chose the Ravens. So it's either the Browns or the Steelers. You got a coin by you? The Browns have a coach who got COVID like an idiot. Can't even coach. He's, he's quite possibly the had the best coaching year of all NFL coaches this season. Except Get, that Ron Rivera beat cancer and got in the playoffs. <laughs> I don't have a coin. Mike Tomlin's cooler. Chase Claypool's dope. James Conner beat cancer. TJ Watt is a monster. You know and doesn't hit people cool. in the head with helmets. You know what's not cool, though? That was last year. Dancing on the 50-yard line and losing games. That is very not cool. Most people would say that's cool. A lot of the, <laughs> and losing games? A lot of children would say that dancing on the logo is cool. Okay, we'll give it to the Steelers. The Steelers are cooler than the Browns, man. That's no, a fundamental. Di- that's no, I knew that that had red flag written all over. No offense to, to win, but the Browns just aren't that cool. Knowing who you and I are, that was a fundamental argument right there. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of who's cool on the Browns. Baker Mayfield. No, he's not cool. He's a, he is cool. If Juju's not cool, Baker's not cool. Juju's cool. His actions aren't cool. But what we're doing is, are they cool? <sighs> okay, we'll go. We'll go Steelers. Okay, so now we've got between the Saints, Seahawks, Rams, Washington Football Teams, Bills, Chiefs, Ravens, and Steelers. We've got to pick four teams. So I would say Steelers definitely out, considering our conversation we just had. <laughs> so. Steelers out, football team out, Rams out. That's my three first outs. Good for you? Yeah, I'm good with all of those. Steelers, team, and Rams. So now we need one more to kick out between the Saints, Seahawks, Bills, Chiefs, and Ravens. Ravens. I think think it's got to be Saints, Seahawks, Chiefs, and uh, Bills. You think the Seahawks are that cool? I think they're. I think they're. Ah, mm. uh, DK. They've got the. Yeah. They I'm just have you. personality. I'm. I'm with you. I like the Ravens. I think the Ra- It was between the Ravens and the Seahawks for me. I think DK pushes over the top. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, Saints, Seahawks, Bills, Chiefs. We have to kick two out. I think the Seahawks are out. I think the Seahawks okay. and probably the Chiefs are out for me. That was Those were my two as well. So for the championship of the coolest team in the NFL, it is between the Saints and the Bills. On, on three. No, let's talk through this a little bit. Okay. We've got Alvin Kamara leading the way for the Saints. That's the coolest dude. Yes. On the Bills side... Coolest dude, probably leading the way is Josh Allen. Maybe Diggs. Yes. The thing is, it's a three-headed monster. It you you really only have Alvin Kamara uh, for the Saints, but you have the three-headed monster of Josh Allen, uh, Stephon Diggs, and then also low-key, long-haired, swaggy man bun Cole Beasley. <laughs> I, and I saw I saw on Instagram today. I saw him freestyling, and it was awesome. It was on some radio show. It was he was really good. Should we put him to bed? Say yeah, it on, on three. Th- on three. Okay. One, two, three. Bills. <laughs> All right. Saints. Bills. Golf clap to the Bills. Coolest team in the NFL. Just dope. Just dope dudes. Just dope dudes. Just cool guys JDD, being. JDD. <laughs> just, just cool guys being dope dudes. Yeah. All right, so the Bills are the coolest. Um, Saints, way up there. Mostly Alvin Kamara, super cool. Very cool. So if Alvin Kamara carried the Saints to the second spot, is he the coolest guy in the NFL? He is, yes, he is the MVP 
because the Saints aren't cool without him. Yeah. He's the most swaggy of all the the athletes in the NFL. Absolutely. It I think he's a top one. Josh Allen's a top one. George yeah. Kittle's a top one. Mm. And then the Chiefs is just like a whole. All of them are. It's so, a unit. That was a unit. Yeah. I would say those are my top three. Josh Allen, Alvin Kamara, and Kittle. All different types, but still cool. Yes. All right. Yes. So what a fun way to get back. Uh, introduce the NFL playoffs. Do some recess. Uh, do do want to bring it up. We've got draft season starting. It's basically almost here. Once you know, once it gets into the playoffs, we're starting to talk about prospects and all this stuff after college football ends. So make sure you look out for drinking in the draft with the captain and myself. We will be breaking down. We break down a bunch of prospects. I think we each looked at over 160 last year. Yeah, 160 different prospects. Broke them all down. How that affects your team. Your, your hated team, whatever. Just the draft in general. It's a lot of fun. Um, the NFL a lot of work that goes into that. It is a, yes. It is actually a lot of work, but we enjoy it. And it's it's just, you know, we're nerds about it. So we have we have a good time. Um, not sure what the NFL reaction show is going to, to be, if we're going to keep doing it for the playoffs or not. Um, so keep an eye out for that just in case. And then our last thing, I will let Smooth take control for our last thing, and that is to congratulate somebody for being the best at a certain thing. Congratulations. It was a late upset. One of uh, our co-hosts thought he had this uh, this uh, in the bag, but was upset in the championship. He talked a lot of trash about it, too. Talked a lot of trash about it. I want to congratulate one Sir Stephen McGrain as our bold nonsense fantasy heavy artillery. Is there any other names to it? Um, heavy artillery league, bold nonsense league. No. Bold nonsense heavy artillery. Other, league other league. than number number one <laughs> league in the land. Number one league in the land, the most fun league in the land. Yep. But congratulations, Stephen McGrain. You get to hoist this. Sacred trophy this year that has only been won by the Kramer brothers in the past. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, I will say, thank you for breaking that up. That old Kramer <laughs> brothers bullshit. Um, and I would also ask that you let us know what the trophy looks like because you yeah. know, I've never seen it. <laughs> uh, I don't believe that actually. Actually, we have one. Well, well learned. I believe I believe his team name is, is Shoddy Scubs, which I don't even know what that means. Yes, but, you know, congratulations to him. The the scary part was, is that probably around, so McGrain had a solid, solid team this year. And I think in like week three or four, he came to me with a trade offering me Derrick Henry for Ben Roethlisberger. I jumped at it. I took it. But that that could have been a really, really scary team with Derrick Henry as well. Yeah, yeah. If he could have figured out a second quarterback, that would have been wild. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he should have talked to to Briz. Apparently, he was just giving away quarterbacks. <laughs> but that's for another time. Uh, that is episode one forty two. Uh, if you want to go ahead and hit us up, it's Twitter bold underscore nonsense. Instagram is bold period nonsense. Or you can email us at. Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, and just really bring up whatever you want. Like, we'll talk about whatever. You've heard the show. Yeah. <laughs> we will. Yeah. Is Josh Allen the coolest dude? Is Alvin yeah. Kamara the coolest dude? That's a debate. Let us know. <laughs> um, expect the show on Saturdays. Like, obviously things happen, but we are back. And we're going to try to keep, you know, keep it going every week. Hopefully nothing else terrible happens. Um... And we ask you to spread the nonsense. Let the people know. If you got a friend, go ahead, tell them to listen. And uh, consider your job done. That's the only payment we ask of you. That and potential testimonies. Um, Other than that, let's say bye to the people. 
my name is Esso Smooth. Much love. Uh, congratulations again, McGrain. Uh, you have now the target on your back for the 2021 fantasy football season. Agreed. I'm at Walsh Disney. If you love it, love us. I will tell you, we love it being back with you. Uh, this is a good time for us, and, and we enjoy the end of the week kind of uh, kind of breakdown or die down. Does that make Descent. Sense? Descent. Sure. Well, die down sounds like plane crash. We all die. Breakdown sounds like we're crying. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't have a good. I don't have a good. Both thing. opposite things that we do not want to bring to this uh, podcast. Yep. Uh, okay. Uh, this is the BNPN. This is Bold Nonsense. This is episode 142. This is your invitation to love the Bills as much as we love the Bills. And this is your invitation to stay senseless. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Thank you very little. I hate goodbyes. It's over. Go home. Go.